Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. I am always excited to share everything that I love about Winchester with you. I definitely want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, welcome to February, everyone. I can't believe it. January flew right by. And, you know, as one month does fly right by like that, it makes me realize, okay, what happened in that month? Wow. I mean, we we had some snow. That's always fun. And is reflecting back on my opening episode for the year of the whole New Year's resolutions. Um well, quick update. I mean, I have lost a couple of pounds. That was one of my biggest thing. Like, I couldn't believe what uh, the fall did to me. Um, and, you know, I am consistently going to the gym more regularly. And, and hopefully you guys are sticking out with your game plan as well for what your New Year's resolutions may or may not have been. Um, and part of the gym for me, what you know, so my history of the gym, <laughs> I, I was in college and did college athletics and was obviously forced to go very regularly and do all kinds of different weightlifting movements and things like that. And then over the years after that, I just I just did not like going and found it boring. And I also never really liked working out my legs. I don't know if you guys ever feel that way. I wasn't, by the way, I'm not sure why I was planning on talking about this, but um, it just, it just, I don't like feeling sore <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, or I don't feel like uh, it's challenging to walk up and down a flight of stairs. That That is never fun either. <clears throat> but over the last several years, I have found that I do enjoy going to a gym that, um, you know, gives you an hour fitness routine and gives you kind of some of that, that boost during the cold winter season as well. Or if it is summer or spring where you can work outside and maybe do, um, you know, go on a, a light jog or something like that. That's always fun. So over the years, I've always, I've been to different kinds of gyms. Um, I've actually had a, a gym owner on this podcast a couple years ago for more CrossFit. One of the gyms that I go to now is a pseudo CrossFit based kind of gym and, and I enjoy it. It's fun. I also get a chance to meet a lot of people when I'm there. Um, and over the years I've networked with, with friends at the gym and, and sometimes I don't talk that much when I'm at the gym. I just want to get in my routine and get in, get out. But there's plenty of other people who go to the gym that it's a major social component and I appreciate that. Well, one of the people that I've met years ago at a, a gym. Um, her name is Mandy and uh, she is an owner of a gymnastics facility here in town. And part of what I love to do with Iconic Talk is not just chat about real estate or real estate trends or market updates. That's all good and well, but I want to give you, the listening audience, a full exposure and experience to what Winchester, Virginia has to offer. And part of that, I, I, I mentioned New Year's resolutions, I mentioned gym, um, though that's more adult activities. Gymnastics, at least for where Mandy is with East Coast Gymnastics and Cheer, um, is meant for kids. And so you think about it, kids have energy, kids have that the doldrums of winter where they're just waiting to go outside to play in the snow. Well, if it's not that much of a snowy season, um, it's challenging. 
And so how can kids have that outlet? How can kids have the opportunity to um, get more exercise, get away from their devices and engage um, with other kids their same age and meet friends? And so I liken my gym experience to what East Coast Gymnastics has to offer. So I, I'm just really excited about the opportunity that I had to chat with my friend Mandy Van Fossen, who is the owner and founder of this company here, East Coast Gymnastics, where she's able to um, bring that kind of atmosphere and environment for children. So hear her background, listen to her story, and how she um, loves doing what she's doing. So here's my conversation with Mandy. Well, I'm here with Mandy from East Coast Gymnastics. And cheer. You have to add in the cheer there as well. How yes, are you? Sir. I'm great. Thank awesome. you. I'm so excited to have you here because we love to share with the community things that are happening around town. And what better way to promote things in the cold, dark days of winter than indoor activities. So Absolutely. Here we are. So before we dive into just even gymnastic stuff, I just got to get to know you a little bit more. So where did you grow up? Where are you from? I actually grew up my entire life uh, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So. Scranton. Yes. So I'm sure people make office references to you all the time. Yeah. If they know that. That is probably the only thing we're known for. Yeah. Is it is is the office an accurate portrayal of Scranton? Some things are. Some things are. Some things are not. So yes. So then, what drew you to Winchester? Um, actually, we owned a gymnastics facility in. Scranton, Pennsylvania, and my husband was working for TSA at the time, and he got laid off um, from his job, and I was leasing the space with a partner, and long story short, um, partnerships in business sometimes don't work out, mm, so mm -hmm. we decided to cut ties there, and he got a job offer with the government in Virginia, so that's what led us down here. When was that? How long ago? That was when my oldest was going into kindergarten, and she is now 23, so if you do the math real quick, probably like 17 -ish. 17, 18 years, yeah. something like that? Yeah, yep. Wow. around 04. Yeah. yeah, so you've been in town for a good long time. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your passion for gymnastics. I mean, you didn't just jump into the game and say, I want to make a gymnastics kind of a, you know mm -mm. outfit. Mm -mm. So how did you grow up liking gymnastics yourself? Um, well, when I was younger, um, my aunt was a gymnast and I idolized her. We're only four years apart. So I always watched her doing gymnastics and wanted to be just like her. And I did gymnastics and I loved it. And I retired and got into cheerleading. Um, and then I went to college actually for psychology. My long term goal was to be a child psychologist hmm. and I was coaching gymnastics at the time. And, um, my boss wanted to retire, so that's when I kind of took over his space. It was a turnkey business. I never intended on um, owning my own gymnastics facility. It kind of just happened that way. Hmm. So I never actually finished school, obviously, for child psychology. But, um, you know, we own this facility. We're in currently in Winchester for 16 years, and the other one I owned for two years, so that's 18 years combined. Yeah. 
I've used a lot of psychology. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a very uh, similar path of working with children, mm -hmm. child psychology, and what you do as a kid coach, mm -hmm. right? So yes. how, what does that look like on a coaching basis of how you kind of utilize that skill set? I mean, it's, I'm sure it's very, you have to be patient, I would think, Definitely to work with kids. Definitely patient and persistent and... Every kid is different. Um, I just adore children. They are absolutely perfect and precious. And, um, you know, every kid is good. Every single mm -hmm. kid is good. But I really feel like as an adult, we need to know how to work with each child independently as that child, not lumping them all into one box. Um, so a lot of um, just different approaches and tactics with each kid as an individual and then also learning to deal with their parents mm -hmm. um, you know has a lot of psychology behind it as well there's a commercial that I've seen out there on TV today it ends up being a Dick's sporting goods commercial mm -hmm. but it's all about coaches and I don't know if you've seen it or no. not they, it basically has little segments and montages of student athletes who are younger you know elementary school and then into high school interacting with their coach and the coach engaging them and it's kind of a very warm and fuzzy mm -hmm, feel good mm -hmm. kind of commercial like what are they promoting here and then it turned out to be dick sporting goods mm. but it was all about how the 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 athlete values the relationship with the coach mm -hmm. and how the coach really shapes people's lives mm -hmm. and so having that perspective um you as a coach of of small kids i mean remind me of the ages so talk us to the ages how you engage with them and have that that kind of idea i think is important as a coach absolutely um we have children competing um they start at five and they can go all the way up to 18. so typically in the younger levels they're all around the same age so it's a little bit easier to work with the dynamics of the group when they're all on that same age. Mm. But then when you go through the levels, um, some kids progress really fast and others don't. So then sometimes you're getting groups with mixed ages of kids and then you just gotta be really careful of the conversation and talk and the coaching style when you have younger kids mixed in with the older kids. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of, now in the position that I'm at, um, I'm more focused on running the business and building the business to get more programs, different things in the gym mm -hmm. for the community, not just gymnastics, because we want to be a place that has something for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, my our main goal is to get kids off iPads, get kids moving their bodies. So the more things that we have to offer, um, the more kids that'll come into the gym because not everybody wants to do gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, my coaches do a really good job of handling each one of their groups and trying to be careful with the whole um, coaching aspect of the kid, not being too friendly, not being too tough. You kind of just have to be yeah. right in the middle. Yeah, you said something before that all kids are good, you know, and mm -hmm. so, but sometimes they have an attitude, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, depending yep, on the age yep. of what's going on, you know, how do you filter and flush out the, what is seemingly a bad kid, but you know, something might be going on behind the scenes. How does that, your, your background, the kind of psychologist, psychiatrist background that you're going into for, for children, how do you, and I guess the question is, how do you shape those relationships with the kids along with the parents to really filter out, okay, how can you help beyond just gymnastics? 
I think it's just kind of getting to the root of what is going on. Like if you have an extremely hyper kid, maybe they seem unfocused, then we have a conversation um, with, with the kiddo and try to get it right. And if we can't get it reined in, then, um, you know, the second or third time around with the same issue, we'll bring the parent in and we'll have a conversation together to see if we can hmm. figure it out because we couldn't figure it out, you know, athlete to coach. Then we bring the parent in um, to try to figure it out. And a lot of times it could be they're overwhelmed at school or just as an example, yesterday I knew one of my athletes seemed off and I was like, hey, what's going on? She's like, I'm sorry, I just had a really bad day at school. Mm. Um, people were picking on me. She's a middle school age kid. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know what? You, as long as you told your mom and your teachers at school, you're here now, you're safe here. Nobody's going to pick on you. Nobody's going to bully you here. Let's focus on yeah. gymnastics and let the rest stay out the door. It's like an outlet for them mm -hmm. as well. It is. Yeah. It is. That's great. So you have the ranges of basically 5 to 18, you said. Mm -hmm. What goes on? when kids show up what kind of classes what kind of coaching happens because it's just things for fun but then you're also training for different meets as well yes. where you're actually competitive yes so on a daily basis we're open from nine o'clock in the morning until nine o'clock at night we have a christian academy that runs um, from 8.30 a.m. until 3 o'clock p.m. So they're in a one-room schoolhouse. I mm. compare it to like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> and it's really cool. Uh -huh. um, and again, it's just something different for people who are looking for something different. Um, so we do have that running during the day. And then we also have mommy and me classes where, you know, moms can come in and do a class with their, their little one. You know, they're like 18 months to three years old. Then we have preschool classes running, so that way mom can let the kid do mm. their own class. They cool. could sit in the lobby, go to Starbucks, um, just have some quiet time. So that's that's the daytime. Um, but between four and eight, it's pretty much organized chaos. We run um, about four teen groups and 10 class kids at one time. Mm. Um, and there's like eight kids in a group. So it's very strategically planned to the minute what we're doing every minute in the gym so we'll have three and four year old classes um we'll have regular gymnastics classes we have cheer like recreational cheer classes and we have american ninja warrior type training if cool. you saw the tv show yeah. yeah so we train for that and that's all um recreational but then we do have the groups for cheerleading gymnastics and ninja warrior training that are more serious um they go to competitions um so their training is just a little it's a lot more um strenuous than the kids just coming in to burn some energy mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. have some fun yeah and especially this time of year mm -hmm. energy needs to get spent you yes. know just being in school for a kid is not getting out the energy is probably making more tension so mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for the parents to mm -hmm. engage with with you and say okay here let them burn some steam. Yes. But it, it, it goes from just, again, I love the variety of just burning steam and getting out all the crazy out of kids to competitive coaching and actually going to different events. What mm -hmm. do those meets look like? And where are they? Yeah, sure. Our um, gymnastics and cheerleading and Ninja Warrior competitions are all over. Um, typically, we try to keep them within a three-hour radius. Mm. Um, sometimes regionals can go a little bit further. 
but um, for the regular competitions, we try to keep um, the Manassas area, Chantilly, um, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Maryland, but you know, within a two mile radius. Um, last year we did a gymnastics competition in South Carolina that was really cool. We hmm. brought home, a, a couple of our teams brought home some first, second and third place banners, things cool. like that. So that was really exciting. Um, but because of expenses and time and things like that, I try to keep it more local for the parents so it's not so hard on their pocketbook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then you add cheer component to it. Mm-hmm. Have you as a organization always had cheer or is that like a newer addition for you guys? Um, so we had cheer several years ago. It might have been six or so years. Um, but the thing with that is we... we kept on running out of space. So that was the thing. It was, you know, gymnastics was our bread and butter and we tried to have cheer and, and we had a really great run at it, but then we quit, we ran out of space. Mm -hmm. So when we moved our facility to the gateway plaza, we were able to reconsider the competitive cheer aspect of it now. So Mm -hmm. now the ninjas have their own area. Um, the gymnastics has two floors, so it's way more flexible to have um, a competitive cheers, cheer squad because they yeah. only use the floor, whereas our gymnasts kind of rotate around. Uh-huh. So that was the thing at the old gym. Um, we only had one floor. Yeah, and I went to my very first competitive cheer competition in Richmond just a, f- a couple months ago, just before Christmas with my niece. They're intense. Yeah. Like, we're, we're talking, like, intense kids and intense parents for these competitions <laughs> so yeah. i sympathize yeah. with the energy that is in your building almost every single day yes yeah. yes <laughs> yeah it's wild and cheer competitions are very different than gymnastics competitions yeah. gymnastics competitions are um more subdued and there's no like that the the you know, exactly. all that's the cowbell, right. like it, that right. it's just completely different energy, but both very cool yeah. in different ways. Needing to hype each other up, yeah. you know? So what are you looking forward to with the Olympics coming up here oh, we're this so summer? so excited. We have so many fun things for the kids planned as far as camps and activities and things like that. And it just, it puts a special sparkle in the air when it is an Olympic year because all of the kids just watch, you know, the big flips on TV and they just dream of being the next Simone Biles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we get a chance to help foster that dream. So it's really cool. Do you think she's going to actually be competing? Is that what the word on the street is? Have I, you been following? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, she's a beast, though. I've, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, she's definitely easily best of all time oh right incredible yeah incredible well i i want to just give you an opportunity also to kind of plug when how, how they can find you and kind of talk what you what makes sense about rates like an hourly kind of thing or joining a team or joining a, a competitive gymnastics squad what does that look like to get plugged in yeah sure um so we always um recommend a trial and that's for free. Just come on in, see if it's something that you want to do before you make a commitment. Um, right now for the month of January, there's a couple more days left. We're having, we're offering a free registration. So that's usually $60 for the year. Mm -hmm. And then the monthly tuition for a one hour class for all of our one hour classes, no matter what you choose to take is 116 and you can flip flop, say, you know, you started in gymnastics and then you want to switch to Ninja, you can do that as long as you call in with the office. 
Um, we have makeup classes if the child ends up sick or has a school activity and they need to miss. Um, you can make the classes up that you do miss. Now, the competitive teams, we have tryouts. So okay. that's a little bit different. That does get into um, more of a commitment because they train anywhere from four to 16 hours a week. So then that's a little bit hmm. more of a price um, increase for that. But How many coaches and how many staff? We have, have right about now? 35 coaches. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We have a large, large staff, um, which they're all, you know, I, I can't say enough great things about our staff. We try to work one team, one mission. Um, a lot of the, most of them have full-time jobs and they're doing this because they love children and they love the sport. Um, so when you're getting people that are doing things from the heart, it's just a really cool thing mm -hmm. to see. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, you, you guys definitely are a great opportunity for any family with kids to get plugged in. Um, are there certain things that you like to get um, plugged into with our community? I know you mentioned that before too. So just kind of last thought, just like what, what things coming up this year can we find with East Coast Gymnastics of how you might be partnering with other community um, yeah, opportunities. That, that's a great question because we do love to be out in the community as much as possible. Um, the tricky part is, is you know, covering all these things. But we we definitely do. Um, there's a health fair at the mall. We always do. Um, we do the Christmas parade all the time. Um, we are doing a fundraiser coming up pretty soon for St. Jude. We like to do one big fundraiser a year to give back to mm -hmm. St. Jude. That's mm -hmm. one of my favorite um, organizations to give to. Um, just anything and everything that we can do to be out in the community, we'll take a look at. Um, so if you know anybody that needs someone to help or do or whatever, um, yeah, if I can, I'll do it. And we'll find, we'll find you guys at Gateway Shopping Center there, yep. right? Route seven. Yep. And you moved in there how long ago? We moved in there. Um, Mar well, we signed the lease for it in February of 2020. Mm -hmm. So March was the process that's great yeah well yep we will find you guys there mandy thank you so much for being here it was awesome to chat with you and i'll look forward to seeing you again at our gym that we yes. go to yes sounds good <laughs> all right talk to you soon okay thanks Bye. well thank you so much mandy it was great to have you in our iconic talk studio here where we were able to just unpack just the enthusiasm um, that gymnastics can bring to kids and parents. And I'm sure that you could have gone on for a lot longer chatting about some of the stories and behind the scenes stuff that goes on there at the gym. And it's really cool that we didn't get a chance to elaborate too much about it, but the new location has really brought on um, additional opportunities for them over there, over there at the Gateway Shopping Center um, with the space. And we also didn't cover what COVID did um, for so many businesses, but for them specifically of just now being back in person, back full-time post-COVID, I'm sure she would absolutely share is a huge blessing. So um, check them out. Obviously, you can go over there, just pop in, get that, um, you know, just trial opportunity. Go to um, their website, ecgymnastics.com. Well, what do we have coming up around the corner over these next couple of weeks in Winchester? Um, I was really bummed because I was so close to trying to go to MSV last week for their um, exhibit and just ran out of time in my day. Um, so I'm going to 
do what I can to um, get over their um, next opportunity that they offer those kind of cool experiences. And I'll share that with you guys. But I've got a few things coming up here of these next two weeks that I'm hoping to maybe get to at least one of them. And I'll, I'll share. I'll put it out there in social media. If I share my picture, my post out there, um, like it. Tell me what you thought as well if, whenever you go to one of these places. So the first that I want to share, um, it's mid week already and it's currently happening but it's not over it's the fred co eats um opportunity to um have restaurant week for frederick county restaurants and i don't know if you remember around the same time last year we did an episode it's episode 77 developing our community where, where we had some frederick county economic development members on and one of the big things they're pushing an initiative to have a frederick county restaurant week well last year was so successful they're doing it again they're having even a competition where you can go around um, to different restaurants with a passport and uh, and get them checked and if you have five or more stamps during this promotional period um, you're eligible to win prizes so the link um, is there in our show notes of where you can go to the Frederick County site to get that. The restaurants are in that link um, and participate this coming weekend. That's going to be uh, just a great opportunity to get out, use this uh, slow winter season to promote those local entrepreneurial businesses of restaurants. The other thing happening this coming Saturday is uh, obviously this month, For if you didn't realize, it's African American Heritage Month. And they, um, downtown city is doing a trolley tour um, uh, a couple different times this month. Well, this Saturday is the first one. So February 3rd, 1 to 2 is where you get a chance to hop on the trolley and go around for free and get um, a, a guided tour of town and how it relates to our African-American heritage in Winchester. So that's going to be a really cool opportunity. Um, make your reservations. Again, go to the link that I'll provide where you can hop on there and let them know that you'll participate because um, there's obviously limited spots for that. The week after, well, the week after is Super Bowl Sunday. Can't go wrong with finding a place to go watch the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not sure if you have any predictions, but uh, my wife Erica has been a Travis Kelsey fan way before even Taylor Swift was, and uh, she will be in her red Travis Kelsey jersey and uniform ready to watch that game. Maybe I'll take a picture and share that with you as well. So if you're a Chiefs fan or if you're a 49ers fan, I'm sure you can hop on and go to a party, have fun, enjoy the game. Um, my prediction on that one, I think it's going to be a repeat. I think that the way the Chiefs are looking right now, it's going to not necessarily be about their offense, but it's going to be about their defense. And I, I really feel that... Um, they they stepped up their game against Baltimore, and uh, and that's what won the game for them. Yes, Travis Kelsey had an amazing game, but it was a defense that won it for him that time. So watch the Super Bowl; that'll be fun. Then we all know it's coming up. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so there is plenty of Valentine's Day events and activities going on on around town. But I'm the highlight just two. The first is James Charles Winery is doing a Valen Wines Day event on Saturday the 10th from 2 to 5. So hop on that site, get your reservations. They've got music, they'll have drinks, they'll have food. The whole um, nine yards out there, hopefully it'll be a, a nice um, 
experience to be outdoors then they do have indoor opportunities as well but it's it's a great venue so head there james charles winery on the 10th two to five and then another wine opportunity is the wine room downtown near the taylor pavilion there they're calling it galentine's day so for all gals um so tuesday february 13th from five to ten they are um promoting a um an opportunity to bring your favorite lady in your life and join them on the 13th for Galentine's Day. Um, they're gonna have an array of sparkling wines and champagnes and cocktails with um, all kinds of different pink flares, I think is what they're gonna be doing with dinner specials and fabulous desserts like normal. So um, head there to the wine room for Valentine's Day or just take your special person out on Wednesday, Valentine's Day until we do chat again. Um, and share, share on social media because I love to hear from you guys and get a, just a glimpse of what you do in this amazing town. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode. I know I did. It's just great, neat opportunity to hear what goes on around town here. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And I definitely love having you spend your valuable time um, listening and I'd love if you could take a moment just to subscribe um, to this podcast but also share it with your friends remind them that they can find Iconic Talk on Apple, Spotify, Google or YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to our editor extraordinaire Simeon Vitalia and our social media queen Liv Gordon. Until next time, think Iconic. Iconic.